0: Flexing the build. Yes, sir. The yes, sir. We <laughs> here. Yes. This is Dane speaking of Evo. Okay, everybody listen, Stuck in the Middle, please like, subscribe, man. Go check it out on YouTube right now. It is popping. Let's get it, man. We're about to say that, man. man.
1: of the year we are back this is stuck in the middle podcast a platform for entrepreneurs innovators creators of african descent i am your host reflex it's 2022 this is the first episode of the year appreciate y'all rocking with us man this is our fifth anniversary February 5th This year, 2020 We're celebrating our 5th anniversary More details to come But we're having a party Here in the Silver Spring area If you want to be a part of it uh, Get tickets in advance Hit the link in the description Subscribe to our Patreon page Shop merch And you get free tickets Free things Food All that kind of good stuff When we do have the party Um Thank y'all for checking us out, man, on a weekly basis. If you're watching on Spotify, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Hit the bell notification so you get updates every time we drop something new. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Not going to waste too much time. We're going to dive into it. Uh, We asked y'all last year what you want to hear from us this year. And a lot of y'all said mental health. So we thought we'll kick it off with an incredible, incredible guest. He is a very special guest, the founder of Speak No Evil, a brand composed of music, psychology, counseling, and clothing. Daniel, Kim, everybody, welcome to the pod, yes, bro. Uh, thank you for having me, bro. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, man. I heard
0: I'm the first one. First, <laughs> man. I feel, I feel honored, man. I feel honored. Yeah, real. So welcome, for bro. Having me, how you bro. feeling?
1: How was the New Year? How you feeling? How was the break? Man, I,
0: I don't even know how to describe this New Year. This New Year has actually been starting off well, bro. Mm-hmm. Like actually, really well. I'm resting, I'm not really doing too much, like Mm -hmm. going out and stuff because COVID, you know, so, but I'm still enjoying the time of relaxation time of actually spending time with family mm-hmm. you know actually focusing on music a little bit more mm-hmm. because you know um, you know, as life progress you know career, career money, money, money yeah, and you kind of like put your desires on the back burner but yeah. actually like you know what let me actually go back to focusing mm-hmm. on music let me go back to my roots mm-hmm. let me see what's going on so it's been good it's been good I'm here too so yeah man Now we gonna get into it we gonna get man. into it
1: but I wanted to you know go back you were born in Nigeria born and raised in Nigeria or here
0: I was born here Mm-hmm. I was born here but to Nigerian parents yes both of my parents are from Nigeria my dad's from Ondo my mm-hmm. mom's from Ikiti. that's places in Lagos mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I was born here um, mm-hmm. but everything I did everything was centered around the tradition the mm-hmm. culture of Nigerians mm-hmm. so a church I grew up in the white garment church called mm-hmm. CCC mm-hmm. So, um, music, that's how, music-wise, I know all the African music Mm -hmm. because growing up in there, it was like, nah, you got to know this stuff. In order to play here, you got to know it. Mm -hmm. So, um, doing that, going to church, going to parties, everything. Mm -hmm. Every party, I didn't really, really do too much, like, Mm -hmm. social parties at schools and stuff like that, like, dancing and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I went to African parties, like, Mm -hmm. because I was also playing at African parties. Yeah, everything I did was centered around the Nigerians. How was life
1: like in your household? Was there like music, your pops, or brothers and sisters playing music?
0: Funny enough, I'm the only one that's a serious musician. (laughs) I'm the only one who's a professional musician in my household. Wow, Like only one. My dad, he's a scholar. Like Mm -hmm. he don't... He don't even know how to hold a beat <laughs> Like if he sings You'll be like yo what's good bro yeah, yeah. And my mom she sings She sings a little bit She sings in a church But like nah she was a school teacher mm-hmm. Like so my older brothers You know they were doing their thing Ballers they play basketball Sam mm-hmm. played basketball Ty and Kenny played basketball mm-hmm. I was the only one that really really did music mm-hmm. Like I was like okay I want to play drums mm-hmm. And I just went ham like, that's- you,
1: you, like you just picked it up Like for, for an African you know First generation, it's mm-hmm. like, yo, go to school. You met your dad was a scholar when you, yeah. when you started picking up music at age four. Mm-hmm. I believe, was that was it like by like, yo, you gotta pick them books up from your yeah,
0: parents? Yeah, like I, I remember a vivid conversation, um, like when I was around 11 12, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, dad. My dad asked me, he was like, yo, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want to be a touring and working drummer. <laughs> and he said, what? <laughs> you want to no, do what? you want to. What, what? Oh. No, no, no. You, no, no, no. If you do drums, you are a bastard. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm a bastard? But you're right dad." He's like, no, no, no. You cannot do that here. You have to do, no, you have to select something else. No, wow. no, you have to do something else so i was just like man like dang like that discouraged me Mm. like for years i was still playing drums in the church and stuff like that but it discouraged me i didn't want to play drums i still had a drum set and everything but he was just like okay now like the reason why i'm saying this is because like the way the world works you gotta have a plan b Mm. so i said all right so 11th grade i was like all right mm," no actually 10th grade Summer of 10th grade, I picked up psychology. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I really, really love psychology. I actually noticed everything outside of drums. I like psychology. I love I love studying people's behavior. I love the awkwardness in mm-hmm. the room. Like, I love it. I want to see what, how and what people react to. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked up psychology, like 10th grade year. I was just like, all right, bet. That's what I want to do.
1: Were you good at school? Like, Were you a good student?
0: I was an average student. Mm-hmm. I got by <laughs> I got by Like I finessed yeah, Honestly like, I, The PG system I finessed man. So I was talking I'm talking about like Cheating I'm talking about Like stealing people work mm-hmm. I'm talking about Yeah I was grimy <laughs> Yeah so if you wrote In pencil Yep <laughs> I got you Erase erase that jam right, there, right, right <laughs> my name Write that name <laughs> So I was like Averaging like a, mm-hmm. Like a 2.75 mm-hmm. That's what it yeah, was everybody Yeah like just solid <laughs> Just solid I can go to a, mm-hmm. a okay school now mm. i know like ivy league school so but i was cool i always cut my head down i was class kind of
1: mm-hmm, yeah how, how did you get introduced to drums
0: okay um so going back a little bit like you mentioned i remember at the age of four really like taking my mom's pocket and pants and just going mm. like i remember um when i was seven my dad actually bought me this drum set it was a pearl export drum set it was black i remember it was in my house he put it in the basement and i was just like hi right, i want to play i'm mm-hmm. gonna just start playing drums every single day so every day just going crazy and i remember specifically at nine um, in the neighborhood they had gogo bands that's when gogo bands were yeah, really really popping mm-hmm. and this is around like 20 uh 2007 i believe like around that time So I was like, okay, so a local go-go band, our boys came over. And I was their drummer at (laughs) nine. So they was like, nah, nah, little Dan can kick, he can kick, he can kick. So I was playing with them. Got exposed with that. Then around that time, I morphed into um, African drum, like African Mm -hmm. drumming. Mm -hmm. So around like 11, I want to say 10, 11, that summer, I remember specifically playing with my cousins. Shout out Bo and Dapo. I was playing with them. (laughs) So at church, they used to do this like a anniversary, like anniversary for children though, for the youth. And so we used to do things on Saturday. They used to do a picnic. Mm-hmm. So we played. So I played drums. So we they were singing and and Bo played the tucking drum. I O Man shout out I O Band, that we mm-hmm. still together. So um, yeah, so we just started playing and from there on I just kept playing, mm-hmm. like just kept playing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I got really introduced. I'm self-taught. Like mm-hmm. nobody yeah. sat me down. That's the,
1: that's the crazy thing. It's like, and you know, first of all, when you talk about drums, mm-hmm. you know, most, most Americans, you know, and people who listen to Americans, like they just know the, you know, the, the set drums. Yeah, there's different kind of drums. Break down which one you specifically play.
0: Okay, so I first started off playing the agogo, mm-hmm. meaning the cowbell, just a mm-hmm. simple cowbell, because mm-hmm. at church, you know, they didn't let you play the drum set because yeah. you gotta be a bo- like you gotta be a <laughs> boss to play that joint. So I started off with the agogo, then I moved into the clef. Um, I struggled with those instruments because of tempo. Mm. Like, they move quick. Like, African music, some African songs move very, very yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah, so your tempo got to be sharp. Mm. So my tempo wasn't that sharp when I was younger. So I couldn't really, really play. But they moved me to, like, auxiliary percussion, like, congas, like, congas, shakarez, African, like... Noisemakers like African maracas mm-hmm, type thing, mm-hmm. so they moved me to those things, so I can play all those joints really, really well. And then eventually, they was like, "All right, man, you you solid enough to play drums." Mm-hmm. So they seen my rhythm. They was like, "Ah, right, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, you can play drums yeah. now."
1: Yeah, how you know how you talk about you know going back in your drum bag? Now mm-hmm. we're gonna get to the you know, clothing line and you know uh, yeah, psychology, sure. mm-hmm. but how easy is it to you know break into like the mainstream, like the days or like Travis Backers and man,
0: like that? it's it's not easy at all. um People think like, "Oh yeah, drumming, you know, like yeah, you know, if you are good, like you just blow up." Mm. But you gotta understand, there's thousands of drummers, right? And there's thousands of drummers that's actually putting in their hours more than you. Mm. So while you going to school? You know, for example, why you going to school for like what? We was going from seven a.m. to three. Three, yeah. Yeah, so all that time some there's some kids out there just playing drums all that wow, time yeah. mm-hmm. and so you gotta catch up and do your hours too mm-hmm. so it's like it's really hard to get in those levels because if you don't mm-hmm. practice you're not gonna get perfect you know it mm-hmm. don't bring perfection or if you don't if you practicing wrong for many years of my life I was practicing drums wrong wow so mm-hmm. I because I was self-taught nobody was like hey dan you know what this is how you practice for hours this is how you do this do that do that mm-hmm. so it was hard for me to be like I right, I want to move to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to be on that Tony Royster drummer for Jay Z, drummer mm-hmm. for Usher. I want to go into those rounds. I'm still not there yet, but. I understand okay how they got there now mm-hmm. because back then I didn't understand that mm-hmm. you feel me mm-hmm. You ever so, seen yeah.
1: the movie Whiplash? Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Whiplash. I watched that thing like 4 times. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy movie, man. Usually,
1: usually people know like the lead singer, or the guitarist, uh-huh. not the drummer. Not the, the band. drummer. Is that ever like play with your psyche like like damn like I want to for, you know, I am gonna do a little
0: extra <laughs> <laughs> Hey 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 honestly yes a lot of times man a lot of times uh uh like going back to early days, like when we started first started Ioban, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep saying we we on Instagram, Ioban live. Um when we first started we were called um Harmony Makers. Right. And so I was like what harmony makers that has nothing to do with me you feel All me right, yeah. and so when we used to go like our uncles used to like we looked up to our uncles because they was doing music like they was doing it big time mm-hmm. and, and so they used to be like yeah boy, uh, almost been <laughs> i was be like dang i'm right here you feel me right. I'm, like, I'm right here so sometimes I, I remember like specifically at one one show we went to one show i was like uh, you know what? I'm going, I'm going bonkers today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went bonkers. They was like. <laughs> okay. You okay. Go. You this boy can play But Daniel, that was wrong. It <laughs> was like you can play, but that's very that's you are very proud. I was like, nah, like I'm gonna let y'all know, like I got a voice too, you know. Right, what right, me? Right, so right. yeah, that does mess with my psyche a lot sometimes. But not no more. Really. Yeah,
1: yeah. You you mentioned um Harmony Band. Yeah. I remember when y'all, when y'all started, shout out to you know, Dappo, shout out to Bo, mm-hmm. shout out to you know, everybody. Yeah. I, I was like, damn like I wanna be part of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, who who is this still a thing? Who's a part of it now? Where are y'all at like, today? Because to, every anybody in DMV know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah.
0: We just went viral. Funny enough. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. saw. Oh <laughs> bro. Oh my God, I'm actually thinking about the times. Remember we used to go to those churches. Right, yeah, it yeah. was one church. uh, What was it? Graceland or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, we went. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, like we still together since even since those days. Um We just you know with every good brand you got to rebrand yourself. You feel me? So we we kind of metamorphosis to io band live now Mm -hmm. so we still together like the core uh me Bo dap um of course some of our cousins travel like mike and israel they in texas i I remember them like one play guitar one Mm -hmm. song yeah they travel to texas um another a few of us like you know we grew up like start doing a live career kind of took over so moses he used to play bass i don't even know where he is anymore Mm -hmm. like Another guy, like, so we, you know, over time, we start adding more people. My boy Josh, he played keys, came from CAC. He didn't even grow up in that but, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing people, knowing people, you know, you'd be like, oh yeah, man, you cool. Come on, bro, Mm -hmm. get to this vision you know some people join us and so yeah like we still here we still thriving yeah yeah we here we here
1: you mentioned you know life growth um Mm -hmm. you know which you know another thing that you added to your bag speak no evil clothing brand what is it about what what did it come from the inspiration about speak no evil all right so speak no evil
0: right um so funny enough it still ties into drums Mm. i remember um my 11th grade year going into my 12th grade year in jazz band There's this Wayne Shorter piece we used to play called Speak No Evil. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, dang. Like, that was my song to actually play. Like, I love that song. So anytime that song came, there was a few drummers there at at the school. Mm -hmm. But when it came to that song specifically, my professor was like, nah, damn, you got to play that song. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like, that was Speak No Evil was my song. So it was just like, that always clung to me. So I was like, plus, I just love it. Speak No Evil, Speak No Evil, Speak No Evil. And so um, growing up, I got saved mm-hmm. around the age of 15. You know, I got born again. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to devote my life to Christ. And back then I was a, like blasphemer. I just mm-hmm. talked. Mm-hmm. If you know me, I was cussing you out. <laughs> like instantly, <laughs> yeah. I was cussing, 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 cussing. And so I was just like reflecting on my life one day. I was just like, speak no evil came back mm-hmm. because I start seeing all that stuff die away easily like without me even trying to it just died like Mm -hmm. i didn't even cuss i didn't want to cuss my vocabulary expanded i was just like man like there's so much evil things in the world why would i contribute it by the things i say so it became something it was like speak no evil that's who i am Mm -hmm. that's what i embody so it was just like yeah that was birth around like the age like 17. Mm -hmm. so it was just like it's till now i was like dang i actually know what this means i know Mm -hmm. what this embodies so I just started living it, and I picked it up. So, like, yeah, even with clothing and stuff like that, things just, just transpire with it, like mm-hmm. ideas. You know, mm-hmm. you're creative. You know. Like, once you get one idea, it's like, oh, I man. can do it this
1: way. I can do it this yeah, way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you start
0: flipping it. Mm-hmm. So, that I think that's how I work, too. Like, that's my mindset. It's like there's thousands perspective on one topic. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, let me find a way to be holistic, and you know what I mean? So, it's like, okay, I love playing drums, sure, I love clothing, sure. So I love also. I love psychology, sure. So all these things embody speak no
1: evil. It's not just
0: a brand of clothing, Mm -hmm. but it's like a lifestyle brand. You feel me?
1: What what, what kind of clothing do you produce? You know, I I produce like hoodies, like chill, just
0: streetwear. Like I'm a comfortable guy. I love comfortability. Like I'm just like laid back. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not going. You're not gonna catch me in no suit often. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? You're not. You only gonna catch me in native clothes, like right. fur real for, But even that, that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I produce like street clothing, like just comfortable wear. Mm-hmm.
1: Where can people find it? Oh, buy- on
0: Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you go on Instagram, there's a link in my bio. The website is there at Speak No Evil. Mm-hmm. Speak no evils with an S because somebody still speak no evils, so you know what I mean. So I got to <laughs> speak no evils with an S. If the people go
1: on Instagram, they're gonna see you know, court day. And I wanted to ask you this for you personally what does live with people and not for people mean to you?
0: Okay, so live for or live with people, not live for people. Right. So what that means, right, is you know, a lot of people, like a lot of people in society, live based off of what other people say, yeah. You know, and you and you're living for people because now you're trying to get approval. Mm. That's what we call approval or people pleasing. You know, mm-hmm. you find cats like you ever been in a group of of people or of individuals, right? And someone tries to come and, and grasp in that conversation, yeah. And mm-hmm. you and you be like, "Yo, yeah, we're we even come ta- from? Yeah, bro. like what are you talking about? Who are you? <laughs> right? yeah. You're not even saying anything that's benefiting the conversation. Yeah. All these mm-hmm. different things, right? That's living for people because it's just like you're not willing. To just be yourself. You're trying to engraft into a community that's probably not even your community. Right. You yeah. feel me? Mm-hmm. So you're trying to say things. You're trying to fit the language. You're trying to talk the slang. And it's mm-hmm. just like, yo, this not your bag, bro. Yeah, just be yourself. Yeah, like be yourself. Mm-hmm. But living for people, that's the aspect of living for people. But the aspect I'm trying to produce is like living with people. Meaning that, you know what? It's okay for you to be completely you. And it's okay for me to be completely me, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't have to infringe on what you're being, and I don't have to infringe on what I'm being just for the sake of dwelling together or just living together. But I can actually be comfortable in who we are Mm -hmm. so we can thrive. Because there's certain aspects that you have, Flex, that I don't have. That's true. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make sense to try to, um, we call this codependency. In psychology is called codependency. It's no point of trying to depend on you as a person mm-hmm. to sustain me as a person because you know what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. it's gonna fail. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna fail. It's either when you rely on me, I'm gonna fail and you be like, dang, now I'm lost or I rely on you and you fail, God forbid, and I just be like, dang, I don't know where to go. You right, see right, what right, I mean? Right, right, yeah.
1: And a lot of that, you know, would you say a lot of that happens with social media as well, people you know what I'm saying like trying to seek absolutely.
0: approval, you know, absolutely posting oh absolutely you see people post just because it's like oh i see my favorite celebrity post this, mm. you know oh i want to go into i want to go into i'm not trying to say anything specific i'm not trying to come for mm. anybody but okay i see one one sister lady she trying to be a billionaire and the way she's going about it let me try to do that too so i can become a billionaire right it's like that's living for that person because you're not that person mm. you feel me you're not that person you can't it's only one you And so you trying to live like the other person is proving the fact that you're living for that person. Because you're trying to live their lifestyle. So you're not living yours, so you're living for them. Mm -hmm. You feel Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So even with social media, people pleasing is a big thing. Right. Like it's just like, man, people thrive on how many likes. You will see cats and you know, (laughs) post stuff on post stuff on IG. And then you go to their page like two weeks later and you see that picture gone
1: because they didn't get no, because likes they of the didn't get no love
0: <laughs> because yeah. they equate likes for love and mm-hmm. like oh people support me based off of the likes i get mm-hmm. based off of the repost and repost and you know it's like that's how we become like wired in this society mm-hmm. like okay dang like i need people to affirm me in order to live correctly right yeah
1: I think I think it was somebody who said, "You leave for the approval, you die from their rejection." Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, because yeah. it's real. Mm-hmm, it's real. Yeah. So you got your your B. S. in uh, psychology and then an M. A. Master's in, in in counseling. Counseling. Are you psychology. licensed licensed therapist or? I'm not licensed yet. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get my
0: license. Um, there's still like seating hours that I have to do. What's um,
1: that? Break it down.
0: So pretty much, seating hours is like practical, meaning that I have to actually go through like training, like. So you got to sit
1: with actual clients and people to... Yeah,
0: yeah. But I've sat with clients and stuff like that. I've counseled Mm -hmm. and I still counsel. However, in order um, to get your license under CPA or APA, Mm -hmm. uh, American Psychological Association, APA, you know, they have certain accreditation that you have to go through. So you got to go through like... 160 hours of sitting down of clients like clients working with individuals Mm -hmm. or you got to go through 120 hours sitting down under a mentor type person you know someone who is licensed Mm -hmm. someone who has their um, um, LPC LPC license in Mm -hmm. professional counseling so they sit down you kind of like you watch them to see how they go about things and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, in a in a very condensed way, that's that's what I had to go through. Those yeah. hours. Those mm-hmm. I had to
1: finish those that one hundred and sixty, that one one twenty. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Charles, you know. Sir Charles, he holds the couch talk. Yeah, he's a Bowie State alum. You graduated both, yeah. both degrees from Bowie State. Yes, sir. Yes, hey <laughs> Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Yes sir. Yes, What's yes, the culture sir. like over there? man? What's it the Bulldogs? Yeah, the yeah, Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, B S U. Um, we we are a family. Hmm. Like, man, like, funny enough, yesterday I went to Ross. I went to Ross, and one dude, he had the Bowie State mask. I was like, hey, bro, you got the Bowie <laughs> State discount, bro? He was like, hey, bro, you go to Bowie State? I was like, yeah, I went to Bowie State. He was <laughs> he like, hey. Up? Nah, he didn't hook <laughs> <hit> me up. <laughs> but he was like, but one thing he said, he was like, bro, I wish I could, bro. Yeah. Just hey, off man. of the strength of going to Bowie State. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, the culture is, like, family and fun. Like, like we, like you we, know, if you stay on campus, it's like, man – we somehow, some way, we gonna end up playing games together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna end up um, going to an event together. Man, some way, somehow, we gonna sit down and eat lunch together. You know? Yeah. The culture is fun. I remember in a caf, in the cafeteria, somebody break something or like drop a plate, everybody clapping. <laughs> 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 Bruh, drop a plate, er, like all you hear,
1: that's
0: all you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bowie, Bowie, man, I love Bowie, man. I actually went. I actually went to a am not going to say the institution name but I went to a, another institution that was predominantly white mm-hmm. and I actually left that institution and to went go back to back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah because it was just like yeah, nah, nah I, I, you know what I mean like nah yeah. it's like, I respect not even, it not even that it's just like the learning is different. Mm-hmm. Like, Bowie is, like, apt to teach. Like, it's a mm-hmm. teaching school. So, mm-hmm. they're they going to make sure you're competent. You mm-hmm. feel me?
1: That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Uh, why, why psychology? You know, uh, you, I, I asked that because it's something, you know, we're passionate about on the, on the platform. Mentor, is that something that you're so passionate about? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, why psychology? Um, So, I believe this. Um, This is my belief. Even based off of how I counsel, mm-hmm. I believe in the CBT mm-hmm. model, meaning theory actually it's not just a model but it's a theory so the cbt is cognitive behavioral mm-hmm. therapy right mm-hmm. so the cognitive it is is a simple thing it's like a triangle if you google it it's a triangle so at the top of the triangle is thoughts mm-hmm. and at the uh right side of the triangle is um feelings like the way someone feels mm-hmm. and the last thing is behavior and what it's saying is everything everything in life everything you see someone's mm-hmm. actions by the way they think Mm. you see what i'm saying or you know the way that someone feels based off of the way they think so for example right if we're um okay for example right if we're talking right and you're making intense eye uh eye eyes at me right Mm -hmm. i'm like "Mm, yo flex is looking at me intensely Mm -hmm. that's the thought Mm -hmm. flex is looking at me intensely so now i feel intimidated the feeling of intimidation now comes, you feel me? So now because I feel intimidated, I behave in a certain manner like I switch the way I'm seated because mm. I feel intimidated. Mm. And so that's just like, like really, really uh, macro, like really, really small in a sense but you can see even in society that that's happening Mm. you know what i'm saying you see people commit certain crimes you know what i'm saying you see for example i love i want to go specifically into relationships that's my specialty right Mm -hmm. and so you see people get divorced because of thoughts Mm. and people don't understand that you say what how no somebody cheated for example somebody cheated why did they cheat Mm. We don't ask those questions, but usually it's like, no, no. The fact that they cheated, that's enough. No, there's a reason why this person cheated. They cheated because they thought the other spouse was cheating, for example. Mm-hmm. Right? They thought. And so now they feel insecure. And now because I feel insecure, I need another woman to now come or another man or woman now to boost my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going to commit adultery or fornicate or mm-hmm. just, you know, Just an example, you feel me? So, I think psychology explains the way we live. Mm. That's why psychology. Psychology, the study of the mind, literally explains the way we live and why we live. Mm. Because, you know, even in some aspects, philosophy as well. Like, I love philosophy as well. So, um, some components within philosophy, but psychology, I believe, explains everything. Mm -hmm. There's... There's literally a theory for everything we think about. All right. Yeah. Everything we want to do, there's a theory already mm. worked for it. Mm. You feel me? Mm.
1: So you, you want to specialize in relationships, kind of like counseling uh, yeah. couples or Yeah, couples what, what and family. So can go
0: into with it. So I I want to get my D M F T, meaning doctorate in marriage and family therapy. Um the reason why I want to go to that specific route um is simply because I understand that Families are the ecosystems that govern society. For yeah, for facts, yeah. facts. So it's like, if you catch a person in their family, honestly, you can tell a person who they are based off of their family structure. Mm. So what I mean is this, like, oftentimes, for example, and I'm going to go back to murderers and drug dealers and things of that nature, right? If they lack a support system, you go see them in the street mm. looking for a support system. You feel me? So it's like, oftentimes, if you listen and talk to, like, Drug dealers, I had the privilege to, I don't know why, mm-hmm. I don't know how, but talking to some drug dealers, they're like, yo, I didn't have nobody to buy me sneaks, mm-hmm. you feel me? I didn't have nobody to buy me Jordan, so therefore, I had to go to the street and get it, and get it. Mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't, Um, for example, I didn't have no father figure, you feel me? So this dude, OG, came to me, and he offered a way for me to make money. Mm-hmm. So OG became, becomes my dad. You see what I'm saying? So I understand that the essence or the importance of family actually governs our society. You can tell a person by their family structure. You know what I'm saying? I can see it someone and be like, mm, they probably didn't have the best father figure or mother figure. And you kind of see their behavior being shaped based mm-hmm. off of those insufficiencies you yeah. know what i
1: mean you think we're, we're shaping up in a better place in society is specifically speaking as africans are we seeking after those therapies seeking after people like you who you know want to sit down and speak with us and offer some different perspectives that we can think about
0: that's a hard question <laughs> the reason why it's hard is because i think we're morphing into it now at first like okay for example like five years ago Oh my gosh, you were demonized for being in therapy or counseling. Mm -hmm. Even some like, I think it's also based off of generations too. I also think about generations because like the generation before us, they're not going to no mm-hmm, therapy mm-hmm. If you if you talk to your mom or dad And be like Hey mom I think you should go to Counseling or therapy What? Oh, God,
1: do what? what? Pay money to see the- <laughs> Pay money To
0: tell somebody the, to, to, For somebody to tell me That I'm crazy You are crazy <laughs> So like Man Like they, that Man flat out is an insult But like Our generation Is we're more You know competent About what What that means What therapy means And the benefits of therapy You know what I'm saying So it's like I understand that we as a people in our generation are moving forward in it. I think there's some like we're still unlearning certain behaviors Mm -hmm. because we got to unlearn that stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. those social learnings that we had from our parents about therapy, the misconceptions of psychology, all these different things. We're unlearning it now based off of our celebrities that we have, those people that's outspoken and saying, yo, like. You know what Like therapy is cool You know People see J- Jesus in therapy Or something like mm-hmm. that So it's like It's becoming a thing And people are like Now saying You know what I can accept it Even from the African Like yeah. aspect of things
1: Yeah I remember you know, My wife and I We went to um, uh, Marriage retreat And we was we had a great time I was telling my auntie And them was mm-hmm. like Yo y'all should find A marriage retreat It was like well, you gotta talk to your mother. What are you going to retreat? <laughs> <for>? <laughs> Basically, like if I if I got an issue or you know not even an issue because retreat is you know sometimes you just need to get away. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know just go talk to a family member. Fact. Yeah, yeah, but you know it's something that we need.
0: Yeah, Now, nah, that's the thing though. We mi- we mistake therapy for advice. Mm-hmm. Like advice is not therapy. Like counseling is not just giving advice. There's a difference between a counselor and an advisor. And we kind of go to our friends, we go to our family to give us advice. And we're like, oh, yeah, I got counseling. Nah, Slim, like, you're just going to end up in the same place that they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever struggles they have, usually you're going to go with those struggles because you weren't equipped with the proper tools, with different perspectives of how to go about situations mm-hmm. or mindsets you know there's a lot like there's a whole can of worms you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like with the mind like is there's no there's things that's in our normal like living that we think is norm but it's not mm. like for example jump into conclusions like jump into conclusions like you would think uh, oh yeah like that's normal yeah 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 it's like oh somebody says yeah um that person got shot they got shot because the person was a drug dealer like jump saying that you know it's normal we would be like yeah it's mm-hmm. cool it's cool but it's like nah that's a cognitive distortion like you don't you're not able to see the big picture because you're only looking at it from one framework of mind you mm-hmm. see what i'm
1: saying mm-hmm. so it's it's quite interesting bro yeah yeah uh, you, when you said i was thinking ab i'm trying to figure i'm trying to figure ab out but i wanted to ask you you know from you know the clothing to psychology school and you know your, your drumming career w- when has been a time where you were like man i can't figure this out you know whether it's setting up the brand or like just you know trying to break through in music or just going to school is is there been a struggle and how how were you able to overcome it
0: yeah i think uh, i think even recently like like this past like last year end of last year i kind of got to this roadblock Mm -hmm. because i got this to this roadblock because it's just like at first it was just like man i want to focus on this Mm -hmm. thing like for like at certain times i'd be like okay you know what i'm not strong in the clothing aspect of speaking no evil right all right let me work on clothing designs boom 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 i knock out like five designs in like a month i would be like all right cool let me find a way to you know disseminate this right then i would be like dang damn but you haven't been posting bro like you haven't been posting content so now i'm like dang i gotta post content like consistently you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. So I was like dang I gotta start doing that and by the time I start looking at that you know that becomes deficient as well the clothing like disseminating the clothing uh, ideas so that just sits in the corner mm-hmm. and so um, one thing I kind of had to do is step back mm-hmm. step back and cultivate a plan and say you know what I, I have these I have these areas that I want to disseminate I want people to know and be influenced by these things so the way I overcame is that by planning and saying you know what i this week i'm gonna focus on this this week i'm gonna focus on this this week i'm gonna focus on this for example this week i'm gonna focus on clothing design this week i'm gonna focus on um music making sure our band got content and stuff like that let me go record you feel me then oh let me work on psych stuff all right let me make sure um, people can have this informed consent you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying let me rewrite my informed consent you know, for people to say, "Okay, you know what? I'm comfortable in allowing Daniel to counsel me." You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like things like that is is what allowed me to overcome by planning and saying, "Okay, let me." There's no rush, mm. Mm. man. Like there's no rush. Like society and social media would think have you thinking that, "Yo, yo, I gotta do, I gotta do this fast. I gotta get this done. I gotta get this done." But it's just like, where are you going? Right. Like, why are you rushing so, like, why are you trying to go so fast to get to a place that you're eventually going to get there, but at the appropriate time? All right. You know what I'm saying? So that mindset is what I had to adapt as well, saying, you know what? There's no rush, man. Like, man, just do it and do it well, and you'll see the benefits of doing it well. Mm, the
1: benefits of doing it. What's next for you? Uh, what's next for me? Are you playing tonight? Yeah, I'm playing tonight. I'm
0: going uh, 6.30. I'm playing tonight, man. Uh, i don't even know where i'm going i gotta look at that <laughs> <That's> <laughs> at least you left. know i 6 30. yeah it's just like i know dates and time That's, <laughs> man locations sometimes it's like thank god mm-hmm. for gps yeah. but what's next is man
1: new line coming out new colorway man
0: dude. colorway new designs like mm-hmm. i said mm-hmm. man going you know taking more people clients too okay like yeah. for real like legally too you know what i'm saying even though i'm not licensed i'm still competent and i'm still able to teach uh in counsel. excuse me not just teach but counsel. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i have an informed consent i have you know um client reformations all these different things where i can still do it because i'm an intern you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying i'm still getting my hours and i client i work with clients so it's like instead of working for somebody let me work for myself all right yeah let I me get my own, let me get my own hours you see what i'm saying so people can now Say, you know what i like dan i like what he's doing i want to take a shot with him and so now people can come you know people can say you know what i want to set up a consultation with dan you know you can email me at speak right at gmail.com but yeah so that's what's next really taking more people um in that aspect of counseling drumming um man what's we, the
1: what's the biggest act you played with? you drum with the
0: biggest act mm-hmm. the biggest
1: act i ever played with
0: who the biggest act I ever play with—that's a hard question. You—you you making it? You making me? <laughs> now I'm like, damn! But that person's big in my eyes. Like, it was all- <laughs> all right, let me let me. Who, who's the biggest fifth. you want to be? You want to play with? <laughs> the biggest I want to play yeah, with. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Donnie McClurkin probably. Man. Yo, Donnie McClurkin is the godfather of gospel, in my opinion. Mm. So it's like, man, I want, if I can play, with, I heard stories about that man, like how meticulous he is. So I want, I wouldn't want to play with Donnie. Um, but the biggest stage, I complete the fifth by saying the biggest stage I played on was um, a DAR Constitution Hall. Was oh, what's was that? It was in DC. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Constitution Hall. Yeah, right. Right by the uh White House, isn't it? On on Northwest. Oh, okay. That thing was on live TV.
1: Oh. So damn. I was like, Yeah, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: Yeah, I made yeah. it.
1: What's the what's a top skill? And I grew quick, what's the top skill drama has to have to be like prolific in this game?
0: Top skill, mm-hmm. being clean. Mm. Being clean. Meaning what I mean by being clean is like, man, when you're playing a beat or a groove, like you gotta make it understandable to people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's one thing to be like but it's another thing to be like you know mm-hmm. so people be like oh okay i feel that you know what i'm saying so that's the being clean that's how people start dancing for nice. us
1: hey this is Daniel Kirbybody in the building yes sir uh, psychology clothing music speaking no evil is the brand where can people find you how can people get in contact with you yes you can find me on facebook i'm still on
0: facebook daniel Kimbody, a k i n r i b a d e you can find me on Instagram, like I said. Speak no evils with a S at speak no evils with a S. Um, you can find me. I don't got MySpace no more. You can, <laughs> <laughs> I don't got Bebo. So a black planet. So yeah, I'm that old right so now. But you can also find me. Uh, you can email me. Um, yeah, you can email me at speak no evil speaks no evils like speak S P E A K S no evils with a S at gmail.com and yeah you can email me you can hit me up on instagram i'm always on instagram watching
1: people seeing what's good yes sir yeah i'm everywhere hey man listen appreciate you coming through bro. hey thanks for having me brother yeah man listen if you enjoy what you heard what you watched leave a review as form of a comment like hit that thumbs up if you're watching uh we appreciate that if you're listening do a screenshot send it to your ex send it to your aunties in the yes. whatsapp group chats let them know we out here and we popping support us man we have a patreon patreon.com backslash podcast be a patreon um like i said it's a fifth year man we have something planned details coming out soon thank y'all so much for checking this out i am your host reflex so charles in the building shout out to ma for making this happen a.k choo 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 uh achiri and the whole gang thank y'all we see y'all next week peace